of the provocative podcast maybe you didn't give me the signal so i just went for it did i do a good job okay um all right guys i got back from hawaii on friday morning um hawaii was such a great trip um being part of dark sport is just amazing i told you guys i had to give a speech i was so nervous about that damn speech um but it ended up being really well i really liked um the speech that i put together for them and uh, even though I read it, it all came from the heart. It was really, really nice. And overall, the trip was great. I just felt like it was so fast. Like, it was like one, like, it's one thing after another. It just felt really quick. Um, uh, I did have a little mini, I don't want to even say mini. I did have, like, a panic attack, anxiety attack, if you call it, while I was over there. I don't know why, to be honest. I don't, one of my friends was like, do you think it was the pressure of having to, say the speech and I was like if that is the reason that I had this anxiety attack like what am I doing with my life because I mean as you guys know I do the podcast and everything and but I do understand that being in front of people is completely different than being in front of the camera like one of the things that I did appreciate I was like can someone please record me because if someone records me I know a lot of people like don't record my speech but I was like if I have a camera on my face the better because I can focus on just that camera alone and not the audience because if I look at someone, I would either just like probably blank. So having the camera really helped me. But yeah, my friend was like, do you think it was like just having to do the speech? Do you think that made your anxiety attack just come? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I think it was a combination of things. I told you guys I was excited for this trip, but I also was like, I, what, I didn't know until last minute that I was going to go because I knew about the trip, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go or not. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be confident in myself. I don't know if my, like in my body, not in myself, but in my body, because as you guys know, I was dealing with a little bit of body dysmorphia and I was nervous because I was like, you know, I haven't worked out in a sports bra or really, really wore a crop top and stuff like that. So I was like, am I going to be comfortable going on this trip and like taking content and everything? And, um, it ended up being a lot better. I honestly like felt really good when I got there. I was like, damn, I looked at myself in the mirror as soon as I walked into my hotel room. And I was like, I look good. Like I actually had a really like good day with my body. And I, I've been having really good days. Like I told you guys, I think of two weeks ago, I started like embracing my body a little bit more. Um, and I'm feeling good again, but I felt really good when it comes, came to my body, which I was really surprised. Like I didn't nitpick myself apart at all. Like in the mirror, like, I don't know. I just, I felt like really positive in that way. And I'm really proud of myself for that. But I don't know if it was the combination of like just the anxiety of me not really wanting to go, then me going by myself and then me having the speech because Kristen didn't come with me. And like, I don't know, but I woke up like at 3 a.m. and I had like a major panic attack. I could not, I could not get my breathing under control. Like I literally felt like my heart was coming out of my chest and I was laying in that bed and I was like, <sighs> like literally like that. And I was trying to like focus on my breathing. And then like, what was scary was that my hands were like shaking and trembling. And then my whole like body went numb, like my legs went numb and they were tingling. And it was just, it was a way different panic attack than I've ever had. I mean, I don't, I, 
I haven't suffered from panic attacks in a long time, but I did have my first panic attack this year. Uh, I want to say two weeks ago or a little less than a week ago. I was, it was a Sunday after the Galentine's and the, um, sip and shop with me on Sunday. I was driving by myself to, um, Suzette needed me as her model and I was driving by myself and I had like a panic attack and it's weird. Like, cause if you've had panic attacks, you don't, you don't know when they're coming. They just kind of come. And then you're like, what the fuck's happening? You're like, <sighs> like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And like, it just literally overtakes your body. And I had, I had one like a few weeks ago. And then again, this one. So it was, um, not fun and not having Chris there too. I've been really, I don't know. I've been really attached to him lately. And I, and sometimes I look at that or not. Sometimes I was looking at that like as a bad thing because I'm so independent. I was like, well, I don't need no man. Right. Like I don't need him. But one of my friends made me realize like, there's nothing wrong with you needing your person, your partner. And I think that's like the masculine side of me is like, I don't need no man. I'm good on my own. Like, even though I have Chris, it's like, I don't need him. But I think I'm starting to realize like, I need to embrace my feminine energy a little bit more. And like, it's okay for me to need Chris. Like, it's okay for like, he's my partner. Like, why would I not want him there with me? And like, why would I be like almost embarrassed to feel like I need him? Like, no, that doesn't take away from me being independent. It just, I need my person. And recently when I've been having anxious days or whatever, I don't know what it is and where, where it started from, but I have this like coping mechanism with him where if I'm anxious, I like just his touch alone, like kind of calms me down. So he'll like put his hand on my chest and like, he'll keep it there for a little bit. And I'll like focus on my breathing or I don't know if it's like his energy or just the fact that his hand is on my chest that really makes me remember to breathe and like calm down. So the fact of not having him there, I think it was just like the cherry on the top. It was just like, it was just a lot, but over the, over, besides that, overall, it was a great trip. Like, and it just, it, it, like, it reminds you that like being part of dark sport is so much more than just wearing the clothes and being a bodybuilder and eating and breathing this diet. Right. That's what my speech was about. It's about living the lifestyle of pushing through, of never fucking giving up of like, you know, I had this panic attack, but I'm not going to sit in my bed and like not go on through my day and not come out positive on the on the other side like no like I had the panic attack it doesn't define who I am but like I'm gonna keep pushing forward like and that's what dark sports all about so it reminds you that like just because we're athletes and we're on the team we're not perfect everyone has their own struggles that they deal with daily you know you may not even know about them and honestly 80% of people's struggles you don't know about them because they don't share them on social media and so and it's not just because they don't want to sometimes shit is personal right and so it's like everyone's going through shit every single day whether it be inner family romantically whatever but the important thing is to not give up and to keep pushing and trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be so overall it was great we woke up early we did this hike and being on that hike was so nice um I regret not taking my headphones because uh, some of people were like, the energy was so strong that they were like meditating as they were like going up the mountain and like listening to this music and like setting their intentions. And I was like, fuck, this is what I should have been doing. But it was really nice. Um, overall, like I said, it was a great trip. And then I spent a few hours by myself after and just walked around, had some ice cream, 
got a massage, lost my Invisalign, but we went to the dentist yesterday and I got a new one. And, uh, yeah, then I, like, I wasn't able to upgrade to first class, which I was really disappointed about the whole fucking point system on United sucks sometimes, but, um, uh, I wasn't able to upgrade to first class and I was not about to pay fucking two grand for a ticket. Like I was like, no, not fam, you can't do that. So, um, yeah, so I was like squished in the middle and just like I literally had a little pillow and thankfully the pillow helped because I put the pillow in the in the uh, little tray table and I just like lay down like this and like I was on my side and I, I know my fucking mouth was open and breathing on that guy next to me. His coffee was like sitting right there, but I was so tired. It was an 8 p.m. flight and it was from 8 p.m. To, we got literally it was from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., but it's an eight hour flight. The reason was it, it was like a four hour difference, time difference. But I was I was so exhausted and it's been great though. <laughs> we got back and got back into my semi routine and overall the trip was great. So just updating you guys on that. And then yesterday we went to the rodeo. First time going to the rodeo, guys. Here in Houston, um, we moved here. We moved here in September in 2018. The rodeo had already happened. And then 2019, we didn't go. I don't remember why we didn't go. But we just didn't go. 2020 was COVID and 2021, uh, I. Uh, I, we were on prep, yeah, or something like that. And then last year, 2022, Chris was on prep, so we didn't go. This year, no one was on prep, so we were like, we got to go. We got to go experience the rodeo, and we did the whole shebang, guys. I wore my Tejano hat. We got Chris a really nice <laughs> hat. We wore all black because you guys know that I wear all black. And I uh, got some boots um, from Rockham here in Houston. Houston, They were amazing, um, and I... I don't own a pair of cowgirl boots and I've always wanted to own a pair of boots. And it was like, I don't know, it was a nice moment for me to have a pair of boots now and actually have two. Cause I got a black, like a grayish black pair, the one I wore yesterday and a brown one. And I'm excited. Like I know I'm, I'm probably going to take a pair back home to Georgia and have them there and keep them there. So that when I'm there with my dad and stuff, I can wear them. And yeah, I'm just, it, it, it was like a really nice feeling for me to get my own boots. But uh, yeah, the rodeo was fun. We ate some brisket sandwiches. They were okay. I wish we would have gone to the cook-off. I know the cook-off would have been better, like, food-wise. But we had some brisket sandwiches. I like corn dogs. I had, like, a... F I didn't eat the whole corn dog, but I had a corn dog and a stick as a foot-long corn dog. I had, like... Um, I got some uh, deep-fried Oreos because I had never really tried them. I never tried them at a, a carnival. I got them... I've tried them literally for the first time last month at a sushi place, but these were fucking good, guys. They were so good. And the ones that I've tried at a sushi place is like Oreo tempura. Like it's not like an actual fried Oreo. And the ones from yesterday were delicious, okay? I was expecting to eat a lot more too, and I didn't. I just had that. Um, we had uh, some margaritas and yeah, overall it was fun. We walked around a lot and then we watched all the like the cowboy stuff, all the people riding the bull, the horses, yeah, the bulls and all the little different activities and then mud, mud busting. What was it called, babe? Mutton? Mutton busting where the little kids are on the sheep. Oh my God, that was the funniest thing ever. And just watching them, I was like, oh my God, Aurelie's like, well, I'm going to sign up Mia when she turns four. And I'm like, that'll be hilarious. This little kid, they ask him to interview him. They're like, where did you practice? He goes, oh, my daddy. It was so cute. It was it was a fun time. Definitely if you're in, in Texas, I highly recommend to experience it. I think Chris overall, I was expecting him to be like 
not in a great mood but because this is that was not his environment but he was actually in a pretty good mood considering we thought there were going to be energy drinks there and they didn't have any so have your energy drink before we were going to have them before but chris is like no i'm sure they'll have some there they didn't have any energy drinks there guys i don't know what that was about but overall it was great all right, guys, so let's get into um, today's episode, which is, I know we've covered it before in one of my, like, first, like, I think I want to say 10 episodes, um, and it's about how to embrace your sexuality, and I, 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 I wanted to say this because one of my friends asked me, and not just because of her, like, I, um, I got a little bit nervous at my dark sport shoe um, because it's, it's, when I'm on myself and I shoot for whatever personal things I want to shoot, whether it's for fitness or or OnlyFans or whatever it is, like I'm pretty confident, right? Because Chris is usually the one behind the camera or art or whatever. Um, but when I have all these people with dark sport, like taking photos of me, I get a little bit more nervous because, you know, it's just like, it's just different. And with dark sport, you know, it's very fitness, like very like, you know, gritty. But the reason they brought me on was because of my look was because they knew that I was going to bring a different take to the company. So I, uh, I shot a little bit of different things and I was really, really nervous to be honest. And I was like, kind of not, I want to say I was a little insecure at that moment because I didn't, I didn't expect for them to ask, like, they didn't, not that they were asking anything bad, but like the positions and stuff, like not because that's not what they wanted, but I was so focused on what other people were going to think about me. Like it was literally me laying on a bench and, um, the pictures turned out amazing. And I know that like, I know how to take photos. Like I know how to pose, but I don't know if it was like the fact that like, everyone was looking and like, what were people going to say? Like, it was just like, I was thinking about everyone else except for myself and just being like, I'm fucking sexy. Embrace the fact that your pictures are going to look amazing because you're good at this. And so that's why I wanted to talk about uh, today's episode because, um, you know, it's hard. Not everyone has this like sexy energy to them right and a lot of girls and a lot of you probably want to have it or you know have always wondered how can I have it so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today and you know what's helped me and the the advice that I give to my friends a little bit so let's dig into that so I want to say I know that we all as females have a little bit of sexy in us right some of us are very very sexy while others we're just not right it's 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 doesn't come as natural but we're all sexy and um i just think you need to kind of have one thing that's helped me is like a realization of how sexy you are i started embracing my sexuality when i was like okay i'm a pretty sexy woman regardless of what i do i'm i'm pretty sexy like and once i started like saying like this is me this is who i am i'm not going to change it i'm not going to fucking dim my light because it makes some somebody else uncomfortable then i started really embracing my sexuality so i was like you know this is who i am i'm a pretty sexy person like i'm gonna embrace it and i i want to say like like i said not everyone is that sexy like you may not be as sexy as i am but that doesn't take away any less than of the person that you are and there's so many different things like different i want to say like levels of sexiness so it's like finding your level of sexiness and embracing that that's your level of sexiness and not comparing yourself to someone at the fucking end of the spectrum is going to help you like 
Like if you're not someone who is like one, like, I don't even know. Like if you're not someone who's like completely into their sexuality, you cannot compare yourself to someone like fucking Megan Fox. Like you just can't. Megan Fox, to me, like Megan Fox is like, if if there's like a zero to a hundred, she's like a hundred. Like she is one of the sexiest women out there without even really freaking trying. Like she's just a sexy woman. So if you're like, I don't even know, like someone who's just not, like someone who's just hasn't really, doesn't really have the, I don't even want to say the body, but the look, the entire look of it, you can't compare yourself to Megan Fox. Also me, like I think that, I'm very sexy. I'm very confident. I think I'm at a level of like Megan Fox sexy in the sense of like her sex, like her sexual aura versus someone like girl next door. Like I don't look like girl next door sexy, like white girl, blue eyes. What you look at these like, um, I don't know, Western movies or whatever, not even Western movies, but like, what, what would you look at these? like chick flicks. Like I'm not that, like, that's not me. Like I don't like Jennifer Aniston. She's like girl next door, sexy. And I, she's an older, you know, but like, I'm trying to think of who I know, like influencers, but like who, who else, babe, who, who's like girl next door, sexy. You don't know? Like, um, you like, uh, what's her name? The, the singer, the singer, the youngest Madison, Madison beer. Madison fucking beer is girl next door sexy. She's not Megan Fox sexy, but she's girl next door sexy. So that's what I'm saying. There's so many different levels of sexy and just find yourself on where you are in that spectrum and embrace it. Don't compare yourself to someone who you're not. So that was my first tip because I think sometimes, you know, like you could, you with anything, we're so easy to compare ourselves. So just realize where you are in that spectrum and just own it. Um, secondly, confidence Confidence and sexuality go hand in hand in some ways, but just because you are not someone who's very into their sexuality does not mean that you're not confident. Does confidence help bring out that sexuality? 100%. But just because you're not feeling sexy doesn't mean you're not confident. I think there's just, you haven't taken the route or you haven't really embraced your sexuality or maybe you're just a person who, if you're listening to this and you don't care, then you don't care, right? There's some people who are like, I don't care to be sexy and that's fine. This episode is not for you, but this episode's for you. They're like, I'm confident, but I do want to spice things up within within myself. I do want to, you know, take a photo and feel sexy. I do want to walk around my house naked and feel sexy. So I did want to say that just because you are confident doesn't mean that your sexual sexuality is is there it's just something you have to work on um when you do feel confident though taking the pictures that you like or taking like let's say you feel confident and you're wearing a set that you really like take the pictures it doesn't mean necessarily mean you have to post them but take them for you so that you can look back at than when you're not feeling confident or when you're not feeling sexy, because we all have those moments. Like I just took, I just posted a video of myself that I took last week and mine was like a, like a, sometimes I literally feel sexy in a moment. And then the next moment I'm like, oh my God, I'm so bloated. And it's because we're constantly changing. That's what I literally put on my post. Like one minute I'm flat, the next minute I'm bloated. And that's just fucking being a woman. It is what it is. Right. But taking those videos reminds you to, it reminds you on the low days that 
it's only temporary, that you are sexy, that you do look good. Um, And it also, for me, makes me remember like why I try so hard in the sense of putting effort into myself. It makes me remember like, hey, you were looking good there because you were on top of your diet. You were on top of your exercise. You were on top of your water. Right now, you're not feeling as good because your diet has been shit. You've been eating, which I haven't. I've been eating pizza. I had a lot of fried food yesterday. What else did I have? I had Taco Bell. Like, you know, it reminds you. It's almost like a thing where it reminds you, hey, you are feeling good right here because you were on top of your shit. So, honey, let's get back to it. And I know this this little part, like, obviously, I eat Taco Bell and pizza. It's temporary, right? Like, I'm not going to fucking like give myself grief over there over it i'm human i'm not someone who i've literally realized i'm not i'm an athlete in the sense that i love to train i love to work hard but i'm not an athlete in the sense that i'm not willing to give up lifestyle i'm not willing to give up the things that i enjoy and doing for just to look good and eat chicken and broccoli and asparagus all the fucking time that's not me i i I'm not that person, but I do enjoy eating healthy and clean because it makes my body feel good. So it's a constant, so it's a reminder, Hey, you look good there because you were taking care of your health. You were drinking your green juices. You were being healthy, eating your blueberries for your gut health and things like that. So it's, it makes me think, okay, shit, like, okay, I slacked off these next, this last three days and that's why I'm not feeling myself. I got to pick it back up. I need to start on my water and I take it slow. I don't put all this pressure on myself to be at a hundred from the day one that I get that I get off track, but I do make an effort. Okay. Like my water was shit this week weekend. Let me get back onto it. Let me like, if I'm going to, instead of eating out for dinner, let's, let's cook at home. So it's little baby steps like that. Um, but taking the pictures is great for you to look back at. So you can remember, um, that you felt good at that moment. And then that's who you are. It's just things sometimes are temporary and your body changes so much. And whether or not you want to post it, like someone always like they people love I have a lot of love from you guys that are like I love that you post your body and you're so confident in it and you know for me I love posting my body when I'm really confident because I like to show off my hard work because it's hard work like I think I take pride in being the person who can balance and juggle things and my life and my relationship and my house and still find the time to eat healthy, drink my celery juice, uh, work out, do cardio. Like I take pride in that. And the fact that I look good at my age, I'm really proud of it. I, not to say that, you know, I think that I'm better than anyone, but I take pride in the fact that I put a lot of work into myself. So I do post the pictures because I want to show off my hard work. And, you know, I think there's like sometimes miss, I don't know. Sometimes people can be haters and they can be like, well, she's just posting because she just wants the attention. Yeah. And if that's fucking it, then that's fucking it. What if I want the attention? Does it bother you in any way? No. Is it hurting your life? No. Like, I think sometimes we get so carried away about what other people think. It's like, fuck that. If you, it's the same thing as if someone was posting their car. You posted, someone just got a new car. They post it. They don't post it. Oh, I just want to post my car. No, they post it because they want to show off that they got a fucking new car because they worked hard for that car. Same thing with anything. Like 
for example, it came to mind, my friend's running a marathon. She's posting her marathon journey for herself and because she wants to be, she's proud of it. She wants to show off that she's working hard for her marathon. Same with anything. Just because you post it, it doesn't just mean that you need validation for it, but there's nothing wrong with seeking validation. As long as you're confident in yourself and like you want others to fucking hype you up, why not? I love it when my friends are hyping me up in the comments. Like it makes me feel good. It's the same thing. It's not just body stuff. It's whatever you're posting in your life. So, you know, like it's for your own, like if you're going to post, do it for yourself, but there's nothing wrong with wanting that validation and wanting people to hype you up. Nothing wrong with that. And for people in the comments that are going to be like, oh yeah, it's just girls are just thinking outside, um, outside, uh, what am I thinking about? Girls are just seeking outside praise, whatever. So what? Like, I just think that's the mentality you have to have. So what? And it's not just that. Some people, you know, I was talking to some of my friends, some of my friends, some people post because it keeps them accountable. They started their fitness journey and then they're like, this is my day one. This is what I look like. And they want to keep up. They want to show people that they're keeping up with their journey. It's to keep them accountable. Other people, you know, it's for their progress. Like I said, they want to keep track of their progress. I want to show off that, look, I eat healthy and this is the way that my body looks. I, I train and I do cardio and this is the results that I get that I get from training hard and doing cardio. And then there's some that just want to fish to fish. Single girls want to fish. Okay, so what? They want to fish. Like, do, I'm not saying that if you feel sexy and you take a photo, you need to post it. But I'm saying don't be afraid to post it because regardless of what you do, people are always going to have something negative to say. Like literally, I just saw a post about this, this morning. One of the girls that I follow that is she's so beautiful. She's like never posts like a crazy, sexy photo, but she still gets hate. And she posted all the hates. It's like no matter what you do, people are always going to hate on you. So someone's going to have something negative to say. So just fuck what other people got to say. Take the photos, post them if you want. Delete them after if you don't, if you want to delete them. But it's such a big step to post them in the first place. So if that's the thing you want to do, then that's the thing you want to do. Also, to, to boost your sexuality, buy lingerie. Like, buy lingerie for you. Don't just buy it for your man. Like, I think sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just going to buy this lingerie for my man. No, buy it for yourself. Buy yourself the sexy pieces so that you can look good. Like, I can't tell you how many times. Like, I am one of those girls... I do have like a ton of cute PJs, but I still fucking wear the ripped up t-shirt and my underwear and my bras never match because I'm usually like in a sports bra in my underwear. But when I buy like the little cute sets and even if I just wear it once or twice, I just feel so good. Like when I wear my sets, I just bought this like Skims short and crop top set and I get out of the shower and I put my moisturizer on because girls, one thing about me that you don't know is that I don't moisturize regularly, okay? I don't like to put on lotion. But when I moisturize and I put on my vanilla uh, essence uh, little oil, God, and then I have my whole like skincare on, I just like feel so sexy. And I'm not wearing anything provocative. I'm literally wearing shorts and a crop top. But I just, it's the whole vibe. So buy things that are going to make you feel good lingerie sets maybe that are going to make you feel good I can't tell you how important it's been for me these last two months that I've been dealing with my body dysmorphia to have my nice lingerie sets that I like for me because Chris likes certain looks but I I like certain lingerie like sets for me mine are actually not the sexiest the ones that I like but they make me feel good so Buy the sets that make you feel good and then I would put them on and then the photos would come out looking really good because I was like I was 
liking myself. I was vibing with my energy and it, I wasn't, I'm not the fucking leanest I've ever been. My body doesn't, my body looks great. Okay. I'm not trying to give my body, you know, my body looks great right now, but it's not what I was used to in the sense of leanness, but the pictures turned out so good because my energy was there because my confidence showed through the, through the pictures. So buying those lingerie sets or buying just cute PJ sets and underwear sets are going to bring out this confidence and then your sexuality will come out. And then guys, it's so amazing to like feel confident. And then your partner like hype you up. Like it's so like, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about? Like it's such an amazing feeling. So yes, do it for you, but there's nothing wrong with wanting your partner to hype you up. Like I'll put on my set and then I know that I'm like going out and I'm like, Oh, Chris is going to like this. And then I'll come out and then I'll be like, Ew, baby, you look good. And it just makes you feel so good. And like, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to lead to sex or whatever. It just means that he's going to like, I love it. I, he's going to love it. And it makes me feel good that my husband loves it. So Get those sets for yourself, but also, like, don't be afraid to, like, you know, walk, like, just, like, you know, casually in front of your partner and, you know, embrace that. Like, I think it just, it, it makes you feel so, so good. Another thing that people, we're almost done, guys. Another thing that people uh, don't realize can really bring out your sexuality is uh, wearing perfume. Like, we were just talking about this the other day. Like, wearing perfume is, like, I don't even know. It's like, like the cherry on top of everything. Like, it's like when I have my fancy perfume, like my Baccarat, right? My Baccarat or my Louis or, you know, my, I just bought my Santal 33. I'd been wanting that perfume for a while, but I was like, ah, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. No, I bought it. And I just like, when you wear that perfume and you don't wear it daily, right? I have my daily like Victoria's Secret sprays or my daily like little whatever sprays, right? That smell good. I feel good. But when I have my really nice perfume on, it just literally brings out like this whole different character. It's like it literally seals the whole look. If I leave my I cannot leave my house if I'm going to dress up nice and go out without my perfume. It's the final touch. If I'm feeling at 90, this is what's going to make me feel at 100. You some people like don't realize that perfume has that much power. So if you are to, like someone who hasn't invested in perfume, Go invest. And if you don't know where to start, ask for samples. Go into Nordstrom, ask for Neiman or wherever. Like I know Sephora has perfumes and stuff. Go at like get some samples. It's always better to get samples and just smelling them there sometimes because you can smell it on your skin because everyone's skin is so different. Ask for samples, spray it on, give yourself some time to to smell that spray on your skin. And then if you like it, go back and purchase it. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't feel pressured to buy this expensive ass perfume if you don't know what it smells like. They're always willing to give samples out. So ask for samples and go back and get you that $300 perfume, girl. Like you're gonna, honestly, like I buy mine like every two, every, I was gonna say two times a year, like every three, four months. Cause I do go out a lot and I like to smell, like smell really good. But like, it's like some, it's an investment in yourself. Like stop being afraid of spending money on yourself and stop looking at it as such a high monetary value. If it's going to bring you, you, you're going to spend $300 probably on a weekend drinking out, buying food, whatever it may fucking be on dumb, pointless shit. Buy that perfume. That's going to make you feel good or buy whatever it is. That's going to make you feel good. 
But I think people underestimate the power of a good perfume and it literally seals a deal. And when you smell good and like when I smell good, I feel so good when I'm out in public because I know people smell me and they're like, oh wow, she smells good. Like it's a, it's a thing. And I know when a girl, I know my perfume. So like when I'm out in public, if a girl smells good, I'm like, oh, she, she got that Louis. Oh shit. She got that Baccarat. She, she knows, she knows like that it's about taking care of yourself. And when I'm smelling good, Chris is like, oh baby, you smell good. I'm like, thank you, baby. I know. Like, it's just like, it's a whole energy. It seals off the vibe. It seals off the look. Like it's really, really important. So highly recommend that you guys, um, invest in a good perfume. Um, and then lastly, like if you are someone who is trying to embrace your sexuality, bring it out. And there's someone that you are looking up to. Like I said, don't compare yourself to someone who is on the fucking extreme level of sexy. But if there, there's something about them that you like, the way they're dressed, the way they do their makeup or whatever, their hair, learn to do that for yourself. If it's the hair, stop spending hours on fucking TikTok random shit and watch a YouTube video on how to do that hair. I can't tell you so many times, so many girls ask me, how do you do hair? How do you do your hair like this? I literally watch tutorial videos. I literally watched a video the other day on how to get perfectly straight hair because I wanted to. Like there's now with the internet, there's so many things that it's like right at, at your disposal. The only, the issue is that some of you are not willing to fucking do the work and look up the shit that you need to look up. Like look it up. If you like her hair, see what she uses. If you can't find it, that person's not posting what they do to their hair. I guarantee you there is a TikTok video or a YouTube video explaining you on how to get that hair look. Promise you. Plus all the products, right? I mean, the products matter, but don't go spending hundreds of dollars on the fucking products, but go look at that YouTube video. If you like the way that they do their makeup, go on YouTube and look out how to do more glam makeup, buy the products, buy the expensive makeup. That's going to make you feel good. Start with one product. Start with a, don't buy like a $80 eyeshadow palette, a hundred dollar, uh, bronzer. And like, start with something, start with a good foundation, go with a, um, you know, instead of a drugstore foundation, I mean, there are some that are great, but if you're trying like for instance, Charlotte Tilbury, she's pretty expensive, but her foundations are amazing. Spend on that. Get the color that you want. If you don't get the color you want, go and fucking return it, okay? They do, They Sephora does allow you to return stuff, so please go and return it and get your color. But start with that and then build up your little care, like your little makeup kit, right? Start with that next month. Maybe buy yourself an expensive bronzer if that's something on the girl's list. Whatever it is, don't feel like you have to buy all these products and you don't know how to use them. Practice with the products that you have and then add to your makeup kit. So just little things like that. If you want to be sexy and you want to dress sexier, buy the sexy clothes that are going to make you dress sexier, right? I have so many crop tops right now that I'm like, oh shit, because I literally tried one on yesterday. Girls, it did not fit, did not zip. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. All right. All right. Diet starts tomorrow, right? Because I mean, that's my normal size. So it's like, okay, I need to... I want to wear this. So it's going to push me to want to eat healthier exercise and get back and tighten up a little bit. Right. So buy the clothes that make you buy the clothes that you want to wear that. Like if your idol's wearing that, buy it. Like it may be a short skirt or a, a shorter crop top, whatever it is, try it on. And like, if you, if, if you feel like you need to lose a little bit of weight, lose a little bit of weight, whatever it is, but you need to get out of your comfort zone and stop buying the same shit all the time. That's not going to put you out of your comfort zone. That's not going to make you feel sexy. It's not making you feel sexy now. So buy the things that are going to make you feel sexy. 
like I said, sexuality is different for every single person, right? Some people are next, like next door sexy. Some people are fucking Megan Fox sexy. There's so many different sexies on the spectrum. Just find out where you land in that spectrum. Embrace it. You can definitely grow it, but by taking some of these tips that, you know, I'm giving you, but it does take some time, guys. It's not an overnight fix, but if you are trying to become someone that's more confident and more sexy, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to stop doing the same shit you've been doing. Try learning, try buying things that are going to make you get out of your comfort zone and neck, like you won't, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, what the fuck? How, how was I dressing like that before? You won't even recognize who you were because you'll become this whole different person. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. You know, like I said, to each their own, but these are the tips that have helped me, things that have helped me, things that I do to feel sexy and they've helped me. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>